Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hi, welcome back to Antiques Multiversal Roadshow. I'm standing here with Griffin. Griffin, what Hello. you got for us today? Um, I've got uh, an antique from uh, my particular universe. Um, nice, nice. Yeah. Very good to hear it. Um, it is a, uh, it is a shovel. Um, but All on right. the end of the shovel. There's this little section that, like, part of the handle, uh, kind of like it's on this little like hidden hinge here that flips up, kind of splitting in half here, um, and inside is a hollow cavity where my grandpappy stored his favorite liquor. Oh, hey! But then he, but then he drank all the liquor, and so he put the family gems in there. Gotcha. Um, but then the but then the mechanism failed. Um, and so he was ironically digging a hole with the shovel with the intent to bury the shovel to hide all of the family gems. But then the handle broke and all the gems went spilling out. Um, and then he was struck by lightning. So you can still see here ingrained on the wood, um, the burn marks from where his hands were holding the shovel. Um, oh, and I like to think I like to hold, hold, put my hands there and pretend like and think that he's still with me. Gotcha. Yeah, well, we got a, a, an interesting piece of multiversal pro, prohibition era uh, mm -hmm. uh, artifacts. Very good. I'll give you, you twenty dollars for it. Twenty dollars sold. Yeah, I can give you twenty dollars for it. This piece of your family history that you mm -hmm. will never have again. Here's a, uh, a, a, a in your world is an Andrew Jackson. I'll take it. Very good, very good. Thank you Thank so you. much for losing this bit. When we come back from commercial break, we're going to see a feller who has a pair of shoes worn by a giant. Ooh, very cool. Uh, okay. thanks, for your, thanks for the money. Time to buy some weed. All right. <laughs> hey, Griff. Hey, bud. Well, you know how like you know, like $10 worth of weed is a dime bag? What's, uh, what's $20 worth of weed? A quarter minus a nickel. That sounds like a mouthful, though. But you know, like know. if you like if you if you're going to like a drug I dealer, didn't like, can I get a quarter the lingo. Okay, okay. I, I'm just okay. telling you what all the what all the the, the weed slang is, Zach. Uh, I'm sorry. Do, you buying a lot of weed? Where do you learn all the slang from, Griff? No, but I manage several um, sort of like sort of a sort of a magnet. Are you a drug lord? Drug words, drug lords, kind of a like a like a loaded phrase for it. It sounds like you facilitate uh, 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 many many dealers uh, that report to you. Really, I'm like middle management. Oh, okay. So you're like the uh, the weed herald. <laughs> the the uh, uh uh what's the weed attaché the weed yeah. consigliere i'm a ganj consigliere yeah the ganj consigliere <laughs> also i think that's a good porn name 
Ganj can sickly yeah, but, yeah, hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, I- I'm about to start this uh, uh, scene of uh, mm. in uh, of extreme fellatio. This is me, Ganj Consiglieri. Hi, I'm so excited to work with you on this scene today. Um, my name's Griffin. You can call me Ganj. <laughs> While we're you, you, while we're in the scene, I would prefer you use my porn name, which is Ganj Consiglieri, which is a bit of a mouthful, especially considering the extreme fellatio that we're going to be engaging yeah. in. So you can just refer to me as Ganj. <laughs> I know you're already going to have a mouthful, but if I, <laughs> my name is going to be more of a mouthful. <laughs> Zach, this is maybe the most busted four minutes of audio we have ever recorded. Also, I think you and I switched topics about five times in that in less than five minutes um yeah. i'm very impressed with us and um <laughs> hi folks welcome hi. back to this episode of zach and Griffin's multiversal pet shop i'm zach and i'm ganj consiglieri <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but you can call me griffin while we're recording uh, this podcast man. Yeah, Griff, in the Discord, you have to change your name to Ganj Consiglieri <laughs> after this airs. What are the odds, Griff? What are the odds? Like one in four. You, you have to, uh, when this episode comes out, the yeah. name has to be Ganj Consiglieri until our next episode comes out. So a two-week period. Okay. You have to have your Discord name as Ganj on the, Consiglieri. On the, the ghost light? Just on the ghost light media uh, uh, Discord server. I'm going to bump that up to one in five. One in five. I'm going to okay, give you one in five. One and five. Okay, are you ready? All right. Yes. One, two, three, two. One. Oh, Fuck. real close though. Oh, man, I wanted to be Gonch Consigliere. <laughs> <sighs> Dang it, gang! Uh, welcome back to the pet shop. We are going to fire up the time portal and plunge back into the ninth world. It's uh, been too long. From Monty Cook Games, their Numenera setting. If you're uh, fans of Imprinted Echoes, you know all about this setting already. You know all about it, guys. If you're fans of this show, you've heard us do this before. But for those who don't know, we're going a billion years into the future to just find some really fucked up things. Oh, yeah. This big time. We've had um, little tennis balls with lots of teeth. Um, we've, we've had, had creatures that don't uh, have width. Um, we've had octopuses we've had uh time traveling dogs we've had a plant dog we've had thunder techno- made flesh we have had thunder made pl- flesh we've had a techno leopluridon <laughs> um so yeah the, it's a technical leopluridon it'll show us the way yeah um, there's been a, yeah, lot. There's a lot of weird shit there's yeah. a lot of weird shit and we're gonna um, start off with some real weird shit with the ferno walker ferno walker this thing is about i'd say like nine to ten feet tall maybe that sounds like a fair assessment um it's quadrupedal with these long legs but then it also has kind of two like floppy t-rex arms in front like, well, yeah like like two little guys that are just kind of hanging there yeah it's like a kind of grayish brown color there's some stripes and whatnot it's got a long tail it's got a really just like thick torso yeah. And then its head is very thick as well, but it's got this tiny little scrunched up face. There's like a there's like a, a big forehead plate. There's some spines along the back. 
Um, it's got tiny little eyes and like a nose yeah. right in between the eyes. Yeah, they're hard to see. And its mouth is just sort of flat along the face and looks like um, looks like it's kind of gotten into some jelly. Uh, like it kind of looks jam. like if the pug evolved uh, to take revenge. <laughs> That's very good, Zach. Let's uh, let's read. Some people speculate that the Ferno Walker and the Snow Loper, whatever that is, shared a common ancestor in the distant past, both being six-limbed mammals with a pair of usable hands. Regardless, the Ferno Walker is very different from its possible cousin. These predators supplement their diet of meats by ingesting large stones that sit in a special portion of their gut. Uh, through an unknown process, this organ produces extreme temperatures, heating the rocks so that there is a literal furnace in its belly at all times. Ferno walkers hmm. can go weeks without water. Oh, Ferno as in like Inferno, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Twas my guess. Yeah. Cool. Um, their motive is hungers for flesh, a classic. With love that uh their environment is uh, uh, uh mated pairs that dwell in open grasslands <laughs> desert or warm forests griff the romantic <laughs> they mate for life um they have 35 health they inflict seven points of damage which is pretty significant if i understand my uh my numenera rules well they have one armor or 20 versus heat which i think means they're effectively fireproof yeah. Um, their movement is long. They perceive as level seven, and they can use tools and weapons in their forelimbs as level five. What? In combat, a Ferno Walker can inflict terrible wounds with its bite, but that is not the attack that makes it feared. At the cost of one point of its own health, the creature can vomit a super hot chemical spew and spray it in an arc so that it affects everyone within immediate range. The spew deals seven points of damage that ignores armor, and even those that succeed on their speed defense roll suffer one point of damage. Wow! Well, if, you, if you're gonna spew, spew into this. <laughs> Wayne's World? Hmm? No, sorry. No, the scene where they, they pick up one of the friends who's, like, drunk on, like, the side of the road. They're like, man, uh. you overdid it again. <laughs> and they're putting him in the car. He's like, hey, Bill. And he pulls this little tiny paper cup out of, like, the pocket of his shirt. Yeah. And he's like, if you're going to spew, spew into this. And it's just, like, this little <laughs> tiny cup. It's not going to do fucking anything. Oh, boy. Uh, the Ferno Walker can also, at the cost of, uh, alternatively, at the cost of two points of its own health, the Ferno Walker can spit a stream of the same super hot liquid up to a short range at a single target. Anyone next to the target suffers one point of damage from the splash. So it can so either. It seems better to do the big one, right? Well, yeah, it kind of sounds like it can do a short range, kind of like in a cone in front of it, spew. Or mm -hmm. a, like, targeted, like, Haktui kind of spit. Yeah. A, a, a Gleek, as we like to say A weaponized here. Gleek. A weaponized Gleek, yeah. yes. Uh, 
in the little interaction section here, it says, although Furno walkers do not use language, they are more intelligent than they might appear. They are aloof and defensive, but if approached with peace, patience, and bribes of food, they might interact without violence. This is much harder if the Furno walker has young nearby. Uh, it increases the difficulty of such checks by two steps. Hmm. Furno walkers are interesting predators, but they are sometimes captured and forced to become mounts. Other times, they befriend a humanoid and willingly become a mount and companion. Smart riders equip the mount with a weapon or device uh, that it can use in its hands. They just give it a gun. <laughs> Imagine just giving your horse a gun. <laughs> All right, Dusty. So we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna charge into battle here shortly. So um, want to make sure you're ready to go. Here's a Glock with seven yeah, rounds. Here, here's this gat. <laughs> Have fun. Oh gosh. Uh, there's a little GM intrusion over here uh, as a suggestion for when players hit those just oh-so-tasty nat ones. After slicing the Furno Walker, the character is sprayed with a gout of super hot liquid from the wound that inflicts seven points of damage. Damn. Avoiding the spray is a difficulty seven task due to the sudden surprise. A difficulty seven, uh I believe, means you have to roll a 21? Wow. I think it works in increments of threes, if I'm remembering the rules right. Holy shnikes. Yeah. So that's effectively a, like, you know, for our D&D friends out there, a DC 21 save of some kind. Damn. And then the last little bit in the sidebar here says that tanners and leather workers have attempted to use Furno Walker skins to make heat-resistant armor, but so far, all attempts have failed. I think they're barking up the wrong tree. Griff, mm -hmm. all I'm thinking about is, like... These two old, uh, two old Furno walkers, <laughs> and a couple of buds that uh -huh. just been together for a long time. They're in love, and they're just sitting there holding weird little hands <laughs> as they sit on their fantasy future rockers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and you just kind of watch the clouds roll by. Mm -hmm. And that's the slice of a slice of life sort of story that I really want to see. Can you believe that we've been walking these furnos for 77 parsecs? That's not a measurement of time, Griffin. What are you doing? Yeah. What's a what's a fun what's a fun word that could be a fake measurement of time? Um uh, gluons. I like a gluon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a creature in this book. Gluon. 77 gluons we have been together. And I wouldn't want to spend the, those gluons with anyone else. Holds weird, long, creepy yeah, hands. Yeah, little arm with long fingers. They spit hot spew into each other's mouths. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, did you image not, ruined. Did you not like that? It, no, image is ruined was for that, me now. Was that not romantic? No, that wasn't good for me. That wasn't good for me. Oh. I, look, I liked it. Like, I, I think outside of this, like, you know, Zach would be like, hell fucking yeah, dude. Uh -huh. But, like, the, the like, imagining, like, the future that could be, like, I'm like, no, the illusion's destroyed. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. So, uh, stepping outside of that moment, fuck you. <laughs> stepping back into that moment, no, gross. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no. 
on, on the same vein of like sitting on the porch and watching the clouds roll by, I did just on the topic of spew. Imagine just like the you know in the real life we have the like the tobacco spit where you're just like uh, yeah. ting yeah, and it's the nice long stream yeah. But for these yeah. guys, it's like they uh they spit that hot spew, and it just dissolves whatever like you know ceramic pot they have of oh on nice the, of the porch. Yeah, no. So it's Inferno really walkers, it's really yeah. it's ting. As it starts to dissolve. Yeah, and then it melts through that, through the table, and then it falls and it shatters. Ah, dang. They really, oh, they've got to move, like, every glue on. Oh, every glue on, dude. I don't understand For why real. the foundation of the house keeps dissolving. Well, it's because you keep dissolving it with your acid, acidic spew. No, that can't be it. I don't know about that. Um, is that is that my porn name? <laughs> oh no! What's up? I'm acidic spew, and I'm Gonch Consigliere. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, are they good pets though? I don't. I mean, like it says that sometimes they're just like chill. I, I th- like they're just like chill bros, and they're like, you know what? I think you and I would get along, and then they just kind of hang. I. I think it's a rarity. I think like it's a um, the Ferno Walker really has to choose you kind of thing. I mean, you can but, you can be like ambivalent toward each other with like bribes of food. Yeah, but like remember, they do hunger for flesh, so just like they watch out. Yeah, but so do cats. Like, do, do your would you say that all your, your cats hunger for flesh? Yeah, they eat meat. Like cats are hunters. Right, well, sure, but like your cats. They don't. I'm not saying they hunger for my flesh, <laughs> but they do hunger for flesh. They're not eating flesh, though. They're eating kib. I mean, yeah, but sometimes we give them wet food that's like actual meat and oh, stuff. Okay, I guess that's fair. Like, uh, like if you want to think about it, even like sweet ass little otters hunger for flesh. Yeah, I guess. I guess you raise a good point. Yeah, wait. yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, hungers for flesh. Like, I think we 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 take it, you know, like really. Like, speaking of, of little things that hunger for flesh, come here, Roxanne. Yeah. I mean, I, I hunger for flesh. I hunger for flesh, dude. I want some, some meat. I'm, I need to, I'm, I'm going to be prepping to cook a nice steak dinner later. So, um, oh, man. I am hungry awesome. for flesh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm making it for Ellie as a thank you for putting all my Ikea furniture together. Cause I had an ADHD Maybe. meltdown about it. Bring me some. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be in the mail. Awesome. It won't be great. I believe in the 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 heart of the mail. It's like the heart of the cards, the but heart. instead about the United States Postal Service. The heart of the parcel. <laughs> heart of the parcel. Uh shall we move on? Let's move on. Uh so this big log is called the Audacious Destroyer. I don't know what audacious means. Let's look it up. Audacious. <laughs> Uh, audacious adjective relating to or given to eating. Oh, okay. So it's a hungry destroyer. A hunger destroyer. <laughs> At first glance, audacious destroyers seem to be a little more than eating machines. There you go. Omnivores and opportunists, they have intensely acidic stomachs that allow them to devour nearly everything they come across. I also have an intensely acidic stomach. Bruh. However, beyond their need to eat, they appear to be highly intelligent creatures that will do almost anything in exchange for large amounts of food. Oh. Blind and deaf, 
Audacious destroyers rely on their olfactory detail, uh, details that the sprouts on their heads provide. Huh. These pale protrusions allow an audacious destroyer to scent blood, flesh, rotting fruits, and other foodstuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Once uh, some type of edible is found, hey, hey. edibles, the sprouts erupt from the creature's head as long, pliable tubes. Oh. A single tube can stretch up to a hundred times its resting size to suck up prey. Oh. The sprout's powerful muscles then squeeze and compress the captured prey into a liquefied Jesus meal. Jesus Christ. Well-fed audacious destroyers grow up to 50 feet tall. Uh. They reproduce asexually, <laughs> housing their young inside belly bands of muscle that surround one of those sprouts. Holy shit. Their motive is food. Is just Their environment is, food. is anywhere. Oh, no. Health is 30. Damage inflicted is 8. Armor is 5. Movement is long. Their speed defense is level 5 due to its size. Jeez. These things are intense. Right. They're intense. For living prey, Edacious Destroyers attack with their giant club-like arms, battering foes for 8 points of damage. Ouch. Yeah, yeah this just kind of looks like a big... Cthulhu praying mantis kind of vibe. Kind of, yeah. It's got like the the two sets of eyes that kind of go up the face and then also yeah, and maybe then, a like fifth central eye. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. It's got these tube things on top of his head. But yeah, it's got like praying mantis arms. But instead of like the big sickle guys, it's like, like a big club. Like a morning like star. Like big Macy. Yeah. Yeah, morning star arms. They look like they're kind of covered in maybe like a chitin. Yeah, they're big buggy. Got big buggy energy. Yeah, kind of buggy. Big buggy. Uh, in addition, they may attempt to suck still. Ugh, hey, hey. <laughs> they may attempt to suck still living prey into their sprouts. Ganj Consigliere is dead. Audacious Destroyer is my new porn name. <laughs> there we go. More like Bodacious Destroyer. <laughs> am I right? Hey. Uh, the captured PC must succeed on... Wait, 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 wait one second. All right, taking five points of damage. To cut himself free or otherwise escape from his uh, living, crushing cage, the captured PC must succeed on a two-difficulty... Th- on uh, Succeed on two difficulty three might defense rolls. That's a lot of numbers and words. If he fails three rolls before he escapes, he is crushed. Yowza. Uh-oh. Interaction. Audacious destroyers can be sent trained by those who are willing to risk being eaten. Successful trainers find ways to mask or eradicate their own scent first. So they can be trained. They can be trained. If you're an idiot. If you're just really fucking brave and dumb. Just real dumb, real brave. Dummy brave. Um, Dummy brave. Always hungry. Audacious destroyers are fearless fighters willing to seek out and attack prey anywhere. Good lord. Uh, it's possible to estimate an audacious destroyer's age by the number of sprouts along its head. Each sprout signifies eight to ten years. Wow. Or, as we've discussed, a gluon. Yes, eight to ten gluons. Yeah, or is eight to ten years one gluon. Ooh. Then those two Ferno Walkers have been together for a very long time. If it's about 77 gluons. Yeah, man, that's almost 770 years. Damn. Damn. That's love. 
That's love right there, baby. A growing organization known as the Schism <clears throat> seems to be training audacious destroyers as scent-seeking warriors, but no one knows how to or what end. That's terrifying. I don't want yeah. I don't want these things to be well trained. Neither do I. Uh, there's that GM intrusion thing here. Is that character sucked into a sprout that houses a bully band of young audacious destroyers, which begin to hatch. Oh, no. Oh, no. How to make these things just so much worse. Oh, my God. That you're inside one and being eaten by more. Let's go. That's really a, a little old lady who swallowed a fly situation we got going on here. But instead of uh, perhaps she'll die, it's a uh, we're definitely going to die. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, bad pat. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll say. Pretty bad pat. I mean, bro. it's gonna take a lot just out the gate to if these if we were even going to consider these as pets, it's yeah. gonna take a lot out the gate to even get to that point because Most you definitely. have to either train it to not notice your scent or somehow eradicate mm-hmm. your scent you know using Deer like urine. exactly like some audacious piss <laughs> <laughs> oh man babe wake That's, up um, new porn name just dropped <laughs> hey what's up this one's audacious i'm really piss. excited to do the scene with you today my name's audacious piss no it's not <laughs> it is it's on the contract so like legally yeah, okay. My name's Tony. Thank <laughs> you. choose a porn name so bad your partner just your scene partner just refuses no. to acknowledge it. No no, thank you. <laughs> oh god, what was mine? Um was it, I don't was, it, it was. was it oh Bodacious Destroyer? No, it was something spew. Oh, it's an spew. Was it oh yeah, yeah six spew. Yeah. I, I, uh, these things are very cool. They're very fascinating. I don't like them. I don't like them either. I think that, yeah, bad pad yeah. generally. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, this might be a good opportunity, Zach, for uh, one of our newer segments. Um, okay. But what if it wasn't? But what if it wasn't? What if it was um, a gracious destroyer? Oh, a gracious destroyer. Would that be like it destroys things? Um, Like, like, you know, it's like, uh. You know, little like Sally Simpkins. She's like, man, Gerald Tim, he stole my lunch. And it's like, I'm going to go graciously destroy mm-hmm. him for you. Bonk. <laughs> Thanks, gracious destroyer. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Cool. Or it's, That's or it's, pretty nice. Or it's doing things like, you know, it's destroying like the patriarchy. Oh, shit. That's pretty good. You know, it takes uh, it, it takes on like... um. You know, it destroys like, um, oh God, I lost the thing. Like, um, those people that like protest outside of like abortion clinics. Yeah. It takes on like really just like kind of righteous causes. Yeah. Righteous destroyer. The righteous destroyer. Yeah. Well, see that, um, that, that makes me feel like, like more of like a crusade kind of (laughs) vibe though. Like... (laughs) Uh, in, yeah. in a sense, yeah, um, yeah, but more like a you know, like the Catholics sending in their righteous destroyer, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which yeah, 
But great, I, I did like Gracious. Okay. I thought Gracious was a good. Movie. I like, yeah, you know, they show up, they show up at a uh, you know at like a law firm that pays women you know a <laughs> uh, uh, seventy cents on the dollar that man that a man, a man would make. It's like this is unacceptable, equal pay, <laughs> and it starts just destroying the place. Yeah, it's it's given an award for its public works. Um, it's like yeah. I'm just really gracious. Thank you for all the recognition. <laughs> I really appreciate uh, it. This yeah, does yeah, not yeah. go un- unnoticed and unappreciated. Oh, definitely, definitely. Thank you. Hey, I'm just trying to do the right thing. I really hope that this award and everyone seeing this, that it inspires other people to go out and graciously destroy. Yes, that's a good example. Yeah, I really wanted to set a good example for the other. young gracious destroyers out there. Yeah, and then they burst from its head like, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel inspired. <laughs> Live on stage, just yeah, just a bunch of them just burst out of its skull. <laughs> but everyone's like, "Oh, it's so beautiful!" Oh, the miracle of birth, oh, the miracle of life. Yes, it's uh, so gorgeous. <laughs> that in itself is it, it, it inspires me. Oh my god, <laughs> gross! What? Just, <laughs> just real gross. Amazing. <laughs> Oh lord! I love the gracious destroyer. Yeah, gracious destroyer. Uh, gracious destroyer, we salute you. Audacious destroyer. You can work on a few things. You can work on a few things. You can really work on some some like sense of self and yeah, like learning learning some boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah 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 yeah. Fuck that break. Ah, break, dude. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium, home of the multiverse's largest supply of gently used genie paraphernalia. You know how many times people get overwhelmed by the prospect of three wishes and just choke up halfway through? What are those genies supposed to do then, huh? Just wait? Nah, 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 that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every genie on my shelves has at least some wishes guaranteed. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, listen to some of my partially satisfied customers. This thing only had half a wish left. How the fuck am I supposed to use half a wish? I thought I lucked out when this shitty lamp had a full wish left in it. I wished I was rich. It legally changed my name to Richard. Zero stars. This place sucks ass. My genie won't even work with me. I wish I'd never bought this stupid lamp. Oh, now you work? Now you work. Fuck you, piece of shit. What heartwarming words. So, if you're in the market for, or in possession of, a pre-owned or recently resold genie, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. What do you drink? What do you, what do you drink, Zach? Canada Dry? Oh, I mean, Canada Dry, but you know what? I decided to branch out just a little bit, and I got the cranberry kind. Cranberry Dry? It's cran... Well, it's... it's yeah, I guess... Cran, yeah. Cran, Canada Dry. I was going to say Canada. <laughs> Canada Dry Berry. Ginger ale. They, yeah, because I had their blackberry ginger ale. Like, blackberry? Uh, pretty good. They have blackberry, and they have, uh, they have uh, cran. Damn. 
You ever, do you ever see that commercial? It was an old like Cranberry 7-Up commercial that featured the Holiday Hawk. Did you ever watch this? I don't think I remember this. It was just a dude sitting on a bench and it was like a, like a hawk lands on his shoulder and it's like, ah, yeah, it's the Holiday Hawk. And then the the Holiday Hawk just with a very deep baritone voice just starts singing, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. Oh, is it Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, it's Jim Gaffigan. It looks like. Yeah, the Holiday Hawk. It's great. But we're not talking about the Holiday Hawk. Although the Holiday Hawk might exist in the Ninth World. Who knows? Oh, yeah. It's Sierra Mist. That's Sierra what it was. Sierra Mist. That was the one. Yes. One of those lemon limes. Oh, sinus. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, it shows up once a year and then it disappears. Mm-hmm. Just like the Holiday Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next creature we're going to be talking about is the uh, Entrope, Zach. Um... We um we compared sort of a uh this one's definitely kind of Cthulhu esque. Yeah, definitely. It's got some. It just kind of looks like a big slug with legs and a big tentacle face. Yeah. Its legs look like they got little knee pads on them. Kinda. It looks like their um knees have little Viking helmets on. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, you looking at it? And it's got a long, just sort of like slug-like torso that ends in not a head, but just like five or six long tentacles with which to wrap and consume you. What said it's got in its tentacles there, Griff? It looks like like a like a dogfish kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I was gonna say it kind of looks like an aardvark or something. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. How they got that big poofy tail? Yeah. They're weird. They're pretty weird. This whole thing's pretty weird. Entropes are entities of exotic biomineral that freeze motionless for years, centuries, or even longer until... That's a lot of gluons. That's a lot of gluons. Or even longer until the heat source they prefer to feed on comes their way. A living creature. Then the six-foot-tall creature wakes generating a heat-sucking field as it unwinds five tentacles whose pale touch is personal heat death to its prey. With enough stolen heat, an entrope is able to spawn. Oh, God. I hate that. Its motive is hungers for the heat of living creatures. Entropes are usually discovered solo or in pairs, Thin statues, cold to the touch until they begin moving. They migrate to basements, tunnels, or subterranean locales and are never found in warm environments, under open sky, or underwater. Why? Maybe they can't breathe underwater, Zach. No, but like if you brought them to, you know, like fucking, like, Nicaragua, like they'd just be chill. Like they're just like... No, they have to steal uh, the heat from living creatures. They can't, I'm they just, can't saying, you could, just you feed could, off the sun. Why not? I don't know. That seems dumb. They evolved in a weird way. I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they have a heat the uh, a health. <laughs> they have a heal. They have a health of twelve. They inflict four points of damage. They have an armor of three, and their movement is short. They have a speed defense as level three. In combat, when living creatures whose bodies aren't completely shielded against heat loss come within immediate range of an entrope, the entrope detects them, wakes up, and gains the ability to move and attack. 
The Entrope retains the ability to move and attack for up to one minute after no additional creatures remain within immediate range of it, and then it freezes immobile again. Upon waking, the Entrope generates a heat-absorbing field at immediate range. All creatures in the field that do not have cold resistance or immunity are coated in a numbing frost that deals one point of damage from heat loss each round. Creatures in the field find that their tasks are one step more difficult. Uh-oh. When an Entrope is active, it can attack with two tentacles on its turn. Each point of cold damage the Entrope deals is added to its health. Oh. Uh. If an Entrope ever reaches 24 points of health, it spends its next action spawning, becoming two Entropes, each with six points of health. When two or more Entropes generate a heat-absorbing uh, aura in an overlapping area, the uh, field effects are additive. So it would deal two points of damage. And I'm assuming that would mean your tasks increase by two steps of difficulty. And they themselves are immune to damage inflicted by cold. I hate that. Wow. So it just eats. Ugh. It just eats heat and gets bigger and stronger. Can you reproduce by budding? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can By all appearances, entropes have animal intelligence at most. Their drives appear to be simple. Feed on heat from living creatures, spawn, and repeat. Oh, boy. It says here on the side, Entropes could be natives to a frigid land, but it's more likely that they come from an icy moon or a solitary stone that floated in the empty darkness of the void before crashing to the ninth world. Lovely. They're little heat-consuming space aliens. Well, they're not little. They're, they're big. big. They are kind of Cthulhu-esque in that, in that sense. They're Zach, they're Zach Rob. They're Zach Rob's size. They're, they're, tall, they're taller, about as tall as you, yeah. Uh, as a potential use for these things, a local caver has gone missing, and uh, a concerned spouse or parent seeks aid, showing anyone interested sheaves of maps and the dark, chilly cave mouth the missing person entered daily for the last several years while mapping out a subterranean tunnel system. Every entrope corpse has an organ that can be removed and used as an anoetic cipher called an entropic seed. It is a biomineral sphere that can be thrown at short range and causes an explosive burst. The burst deals six points of damage in an immediate range by draining the heat of an affected creature. They got little ice bombs in them. It's like their gallbladder or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, what would you like your gallbladder to be able to do <laughs> if like, you were killed and someone harvested it for goods? Uh, <laughs> Just like glitter. Just like you throw it and it just sheds a trail of glitter. I'd love mine to be like a love potion. Oh god, like a fucking aphrodisiac. Yeah, you gotta you know be a grind it down, grind it up, mm. make it into like a little into a little potion, mm -hmm. and, then, and then it's like a love potion. So is it a potion or is it like you like snort it? I'll probably snort. Yeah. yeah. Like why not the love powder? Because people do that shit with like rhinoceros horn and things like that. Oh my god! Yeah. Hey, if you do that shit. Hey, if you do that shit. Go, go fuck. Go yourselves. get fucking bat. The rhinos are having a hard time, and it's your all your fault. Your your fucking. Use fault. Zach Rob's gallbladder instead. Use my gallbladder instead. Grind it up. Freeze it. Grind, grind it, up. it up. And then snort that. Snort it up. Make you so horny. 
It's a weird episode we're doing today, bud. We're having a weird, we have a weird energy. <laughs> um, and tropes are I'm awful. They're really bad. No redeeming yeah, qualities. None at all. And I like the cold. But yeah, I think that's do. because I produce enough heat to be feel comfortable uh, in you, the cold. You would be like like fucking uh some like a, a flat mignon after uh, this thing. You got so much heat on you, bud. Yeah. So like I Yeah, you're like the the premium option. I'm not good cut. You're like good cut. I'm, I got that straight I got that uncut like black tar Colombian heat. You know? <laughs> what? You know like black tar heroin? <laughs> Yeah, I got you. That was great. Thanks. I saw like we went from steak to heroin, like without skipping a I'm beat. I'm all that was very, over the place today. That's fine. That's fine. You know, that's fine. fine I'm rolling with fine, it. Let's it's move. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob and weave. Bob and I weave. would be. I, I would. I, I would be so miserable if I had an entrope. Yeah, don't do no. it. That'd be bad. Like for I you. produce a bad. lot of heat, and like my like my 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 partners, my my bedtime partners. Are like ah, oh, this is great. You're so good to snuggle with. You you you're very warm. I'm like yes, that's a great quality I have. And if I had an intro, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be the case. I'd be ruined. I'd be ruined, Zach. Yeah. See, my wife is like that, but like I am a I gotta sleep cold. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. So I got a little, I got a furnace next to me, and I gotta be cold. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I am so. that furnace. Yeah. We would not be good um, bedmates, you and I. We would, we would not be good bedmates, you and I. We're income. Hey, me and my wife make it work. Fair enough. Zach's gazing wistfully into the distance, picturing his wife. I am. She's so imagining cute. her. All, All right. right, these things are. I awful. fucking hate them. Let's put them in. God, the, they're so bad. Let's put them dude. in the garbage. Put them in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't Scroll even on. want to spend time on a, like a what if it wasn't or like coming up with new bits. Just like they don't deserve they don't des- it. Honestly, they don't deserve it. They don't fucking deserve it. Entropes can go oh, into the, right the trash. All right, so this next one is wild. Mm-hmm. It's our, it's our it's last boy. Gu- uh, our last boy. It's called a Gulthion. Okay. This looks like 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 a whoa, like a human body. Uh huh. Was made out of like wood and moss. It's kind of like a wood woad. It's like a wood woad. Um. Uh, uh, so like, yeah, think like you know, like like a, if you had a suit of armor made out of like, like wood, bark. like bark with like moss between like the you know the panels of it, um, but you only have like three big fingies on each hand, <laughs> and one of them has like a bark shield on it, and the other one's got like a big like pokey thing coming off the back of the you know, back of the wrist sort of a vibe. To me, it could look like uh, that. Probably is the case, but you could also see mm-hmm. that as like. The hand with the big three fingies. It almost mm-hmm. kind of looks like it's like middle finger is just sharp just and pointy, really which is fucking sick. It kind of looks like that, yeah. yeah. Um, but then where its head would be, there's this long kind of tentacle. It's like a, like a sprout, like a stem. Yeah, like a sprout or a stem that leads to like a bulb. And in that bulb is like just a big eye. Yeah. Like they're kind of unsettling to look at, but I do feel yeah. safe. But. But they're also really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's we'll, 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 we'll yeah. look at them. Underground seed pods ripen in groups of four to six at a time, push to the surface and peel open to reveal wet, <laughs> wrinkly oh, creatures God. the size of adult Oh, humans. no. 
Within an hour, the creatures completely mature into soldiers able to survive for centuries on sun and nutrients gathered from burying themselves in, I'm assuming it's a typo, yes. and it's meant to say dirt, but instead it says drit <laughs> every few days. They are like woodwoods. Yeah. Golthiars are humanoid creatures of woody muscle and bark-like skin that smells of sap. Mm. Ooh. Their bulbous heads hold single eyes surrounded by a fringe of jagged petals. Quick and brutal despite their plant ancestry, Gulthiars stand at 6.5 feet or 2 meters Wow. Uh, trees that produce Gulthiar seed pods are not always similar in appearance. Sometimes they have great fronds, other times needles, and other times leaves. It's almost as if the pods that ripen beneath the ground are not part of the original tree's growth. Interesting. Interesting. Their motive is defense. Ah. Their environment is anywhere, usually in groups of four or more. Health is 12. Damage inflicted is 3. Armor of 2. Movement short. Modifications are perception and speed defense as level 4. Nice. In combat, Gulthiars usually act as part of a team, coordinating their attacks through squirts of beamed color <laughs> invisible to most people. Interesting. The creatures direct the beams at each other to display them on a wall or ceiling uh, that all the Gulthiars in an alien can, uh, in an area can see. A Gulthiar can simultaneously spear one foe with its, with its thorn-like forearm extension nice. and bash a second foe with the hard plating on its other Sick. forearm. In addition, one in four Gulthiars can beam visible light at foes within short range that inflicts eight points of damage, but only once every You're few You're telling hours. me this cool plant warrior has a laser eye occasionally? It has, well, yeah, every four, well, yeah, one in four of them have a laser eye. That guy's eye. team captain. It's like, all right, who's got the yeah, laser eye? It's like, I've got it this time. I've got it this time. All man. right, sick, you're team captain. Yeah. If Gulthiars have any weakness, it is a sensitivity to unexpected light. A flash of bright light that catches a group of Gulthiars could make them lose their next action. This tactic works only once during a given combat. Okay. A Gulthiar regenerates one point of damage per round if exposed to direct sunlight. Nice. Nice. If, if photosynthesized. Yeah. Uh, interactions. Gulthiars not guarding something, attacking something, or scouting something wither and die within a few months. Mm -hmm. Those without orders could be willing to find a new command, but communicating with a Gulthiar requires knowing how to produce and decode the pulsating beams of light preferred by the creatures. So they speak in, like, infrared they light? Speak in, like, light signals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's like one of those a pens, of like, you know, those pens that have, like, all the different colors on them? You need, yeah. like, a laser pointer with that. You can, yeah. It's like, all right, magenta means, hey, what's up? How was your weekend? Blue yeah. means, you want to go get dinner later? Want to grab a beer? Use <laughs> <laughs> uh, a team of Gulthiers plans a well-coordinated, merciless attack on a small oh. town, though it's unclear on whose orders. <sighs> So it seems like they could go either it, way. It seems like they're, this is very much a just cool. Dudes. Yeah, they they seem like they can be cool dudes if they have someone cool in charge. But it sounds yeah. like they could have a real bastard in charge and they turn into real bastards. Oh, hey, this is yeah. interesting. If a defeated Gulthiar is planted in the ground and carefully tended, a new grove of Gulthiar saplings may spring up within a few nice. weeks. Nice. It's like taking the pit out of your avocado. Yeah. 
Yeah, your boyfriend died, and then you plant them, and you get more boyfriends. I want two boyfriends. Boyfriends. <laughs> I want the boyfriends to be I boyfriends. want two Gothiers, and I want the Gothiers to be Gothiers. Uh, GM Intrusions, when a Gothier hits a PC with a beam of, in- of visible light, in addition to burning the character, it blinds oh. her. The PC must succeed on a level four might defense roll as her action to blink the a- after image away. They're cool. Like, why? They're really cool. They have cool. laser eyes. Why, though? Because they like I don't know if they're 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 pro they're uh 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 little petals like hold the solar energy yeah they speak in like UV rays yeah but then yeah they shoot light but if you like to, you know give them light they weren't expecting they're like oh gosh, gosh wait a second. Uh, fuck, fuck shit oh god and it's that one big eye that's just like you you flashbang yeah. back uh, like ah beans oh oh man I'm down I'm hang down. on. <laughs> But then the, the eye, like, figures out how to readjust to it. It's curious that, like, it says that it only works once in any given combat. Like, they have some way of adapting to it. Yeah. I, I'm i curious, like, if, you know, like, it's like the trees that they bloom from. Like, they're always kind of different. So, if, like, if it's a different type of tree, I wonder if they, like, always look a little bit different. Yeah. Like, if I planted this, like, under, like, a tree that had, like, a bunch of, like, wisteria mm-hmm. on it. Like, would they be, like, cool and, like... Sort of droopy. I went to like my mind went to like a like cherry purple. blossom tree, oh, like those those yeah. pink petals and everything. Yeah, or like a, a willow, willow. And it's just like kind of yeah, like like just like flop. <laughs> They've got the best hair. Yeah, instead of the hard spike, it's more like a little floppy like whip kind of. Yeah. Guy. No, that'd be really interesting. There's a lot of room for for flavor there. As we've yeah. talked about before, like Woodwodes ended up being one of my like favorite creatures. Yeah, you lo- you love yourself some. I just woods. think they're cool. I I just think they're neat. They're, pr- they're pretty neat. Though. They're pretty. <laughs> neat. So I, I I vibe with these guys a lot. I like the cool thorn spike. I like the cool like shield, but it's just kind of an extension of their forearm, so they can smack people with it and still have like a, a grasper mm-hmm. at their disposal. Yeah, they're rad as hell. They're pretty fucking cool, actually. I'm a big, big I'm a big, fan. big fan. I'm, 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 you need to send that. We need to send this to, to Zan- Xanathar and be like, "Hey, use some Golthiers." Zan, have if you haven't used Golthiers, they're very cool. They're pretty fucking cool, Zan. Uh, do you think like maybe they could like weaponize? Not weaponize, but like they could find a way to take those like invisible light rays that they use mm-hmm. and kind of turn that into like a laser light show kind of thing. Great at parties. That could be. That could be cool. Uh, yeah, here's so my question is that it's like you know, like their orders are like to guard. It's like attack something, mm-hmm. right? So like if it's like, could you like grow like a grove of these guys and they're coming like, all right, you know, like isn't they like when we were working at Panera Bread, we had like our times, we had it yeah. like you know keep at a certain level. It's like I need you to attack those times. <laughs> I need you to get on that line and just really go at it. I need you to get those times down. And then it goes like. Yeah, and then it's like you know when um, you know like you're like running a marathon and like a hill comes up and attack they're like you gotta it. attack the hill, you gotta <laughs> attack the hill. Yeah, could you train them as marathon runners? Like yeah, where like how flexible can we be with like the word attack or guard? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we put like a put you know a, a goalie like in in you know in the the net at you know during like a football match. Yeah, just like really put it up to guard, guard from yeah. that, guard this net from from spheres. Watch out for yeah. spheres, man. And then it will just block. Yeah, and then yeah, they just block everybody. Just block. They're gonna get carded constantly. You really have to guard like, your 
heart from people who would try to bring you down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. You've got to attack this homework and get an A. And get an A. <laughs> Spears the homework. Yeah, you need to sit down in this in this exam and just really attack it. You know, like uh, you come at it with confidence and guard your answers from the people next to you who might be looking. The people trying to cheat. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. There's a lot you can do. That head, that head would be really good for cheating, though. I oh yeah, like just the stalk, just kind of like like, yeah, it just kind of shifts to the side real quick. (laughs) Hi, and it's just like. And you're like, no, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, the eye just moves right in front of your face, and just like, okay. Because that's all it really has a, for a face. It's just a big eye. I, Griff, I like gold. They're really cool. I'm a big fan. They're really cool. I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I think I think Fuck like yeah, not a, not a pet per se, but a good friend. Not no, but like a cool pal, definitely. Like I want to I want to bro out. <laughs> go to a like imagine how you cool. go to a bar and be like, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. Will you guard my drink? Oh yeah, make sure no one puts anything mm-hmm. in it. Oh, that would be a good bartender. For yeah, me. good like bouncer. Your patrons. Yeah, very good oh, bouncer. Holy shit! Uh, just like a golfier bar. Yeah, like yeah, owned and operated. Yeah, yeah. You know how like they've got it's like there's like a lot of bars have like the angel shot uh-huh. policy. Yeah, it's yeah, someone comes and orders an angel shot and they're like. <laughs> All of the eyes turn and all of those invisible beams like highlight on the dude who's being creepy. And it's like, that guy's dead. Like, yeah, they get the fucking sniper (laughs) shot laser right right between the eyes. It's like, point him out. Here's the laser pointer. Point him out. We can see it. Don't worry. I lo- oh yeah you an infrared laser yeah, yeah, yeah. pointer just point and then all the of the plant stock exactly. eyes just converge and point in that one yeah location. they go you look at the crowd and you just see the eyes like, <laughs> like you fucking uh, over uh, what the was top. it uh, oh god what's the, the like periscope yes. yeah over the crowd <laughs> and <sighs> suddenly the 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 sea of people gets parted and just like wood guys but they're all wearing like really like fitted black t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> and like cargo yes. pants and they all walk up and they're like you know like the big three-fingered hand like claps the dude on the shoulder you gotta go. <laughs> yeah but it, it's in morse code as it mm-hmm. blinks and by you gotta go it's they take this person out back and turn them into fertilizer for more golf years yeah yeah oh god what's the take it to the ba- take, take them to, it the to the basement, basement. yeah man Oh yeah, that's what they take. They take them to the basement, and yeah, then they grow more gold yeah. ears. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. They instead, of, yeah, they tore up all the cement that was like <laughs> the the basement floor, yep. and it's so now it's just bare dirt. Yep. And they put yeah a bunch of fertilizer down there. It's like a and, root yeah, anyone that yeah anyone that tries to be um, shitty, they uh, swiftly dispatch mm-hmm. and bury yes, them. They regrow them. Wait, well, yeah. They, <laughs> This got into some like cool Sweeney Todd mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yep. Attend the tale of Golf Yard. <laughs> I like them a lot. A bunch of, of badass dudes they are. <laughs> Good shit. All right. All right. Well, 
You know what? That ended on a really nice. I note. like these guys a lot. Yeah, this was a, the, we yeah, don't often like a, get a, good ones out of the ninth yeah, world BC area. Out, out of ninth world, they're normally all horrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell! Well, hey, that was I'm fuck, fuck yeah. yeah, fuck Shit. yeah, dude. Shit. Oh hell yeah! So yeah, folks, that's about that's about it for this year episode. Um. We love, we love you. you. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. If there's any shit yeah. out there you want us to gab about, just like send us oh. a tweet or like God, get on get on the it. Discord. Hit us up with like, Fuck hey yeah. boys, here's this here's this video game that I'm a f- big fan of that no one else plays. You should look into it, and we will. We will. We'll just we'll do, do that, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be grand. Um, you know, we got uh, all the the stuff that's Griffin will probably also say in the it's outro, true. like our uh, like our Patreon mm-hmm. and our merch store. You can go check get us a T-shirt. Out. You know, there, I'm sure there's book. links. Griff will tell you more I in a will. bit, probably. Yeah, so check those out. Um, ooh, uh, you'll be hearing this. Um, I will be at a catacon. Uh, this weekend, November third to the fifth in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Griffin, you're not going to be there. I will not be there, unfortunately. There's been a little bit of a tumult at work in terms of our full time. So Ah, I couldn't get the time off. Um, Damn. Working weekends. You get it. But But I I will be there. Zach will be there to represent the pet shop and uh, the other shows. Uh, Folks from across the Ghostlight Media Network will be there. Uh, It was a great Mm -hmm. time last time. So if you're in the Dayton area or in the uh, sort of like. Uh, uh, like you know, Cincinnati, southwestern Ohio, that range, Kentucky, yeah, come on, Indiana, yeah, make the drive up to Dayton. Uh, come check out, say hi to the Ghostlight crew, and uh, yeah, it was a great uh, yeah, time last uh, time. Nic- my, yeah, myself, Nicole, um, from TSS slash my wife, uh, and Chase are all gonna be on a uh, GMing panel, uh, Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, so you know, go yeah. check it out. Yeah. Cool. cool. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode. Um, I've been Ganj. And I've been acidic. <laughs> just remember, folks, at the end of the day. Oh, it's all about speed. <laughs> it's all about love, acidic. Come on. It's all about love, guys. Bye. Bye. I love you, Ganj. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to episode 122 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Connor, Tyler, and Kyle for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle-Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on The Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, please send me your porn star names in the Discord. Please, please, please. I need to know who Ganj Consiglieri is doing scenes with these days. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.